there. Welcome to the Monday edition of Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimek. So glad to be back with you. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Um, before I go on, I just want to say, if you happen to be listening to this podcast and you are anywhere in the path of, uh, of the hurricane, you have been in my prayers. You're going to continue to be in my prayers. Um, I, I And I would encourage anybody else listening, if you're not in this path of the hurricane or uh, you know, affected by it in any way, please keep those who are in, in your prayers. This is, I, I it's unimaginable. Some of, uh, I, I know what it's like to a limited extent. I live in the Northeast, so I don't get, uh, I don't get to live through extreme weather on a regular basis, but I've been there enough to know just how little fun it can be, especially when you have this threat of this, uh, this dangerous storm barreling in your direction. And, um, to deal with the cleanup or the, the, the power outages, just just know that you are in my prayers if you happen to be uh, affected in any way. Uh, today on the program, we're going to be talking about something that uh, that I alluded to in one of my daily reflections over the weekend, and it's it's really a question, and and it goes like this: Do you really believe? You know, you know we and and please don't take this the wrong way. The last thing I want to do is sound preachy, but. When something affects me, when I when I hear something in um, in scripture that that really moves me, and that's you know that's a good sign. When when you read the Bible or you hear scripture proclaimed at church, and you're moved to maybe change to look at something internally and and change the way you are uh, the way you are behaving in a positive way, that's a great sign. That's God speaking to you. And you're responding, you know, so, so that's really good. So, um, I, I was, I talked, I talked, um, in the reflection when I looked at Sunday's mass readings, it was the gospel in particular and the first reading as well. It was about, the message was about going, the danger of going through the motions. And I I know none of us are going to claim that we have false gods. I know we don't like to claim that we go through the motions, but I know I do at times, and and I'm not exactly proud of that, but but I need to accept that. I need to admit it. So one of the one of the things that hit me, especially yesterday when I was talking about the the uh, going through the motions, was I looked at the um, I looked at the the gospel and the gospel. Jesus was clear and say, "Look, I want you. I don't want. I just don't want your words. I want your hearts." And I want your actions, which flow from that internal desire to please me. I mean, that's that's what he was saying. And all of us at times can fall into this going through the motions mentality. Sometimes it's very minor. Sometimes we're praying, we're at mass, and our minds are elsewhere. This happens to me frequently and it drives me crazy because I realize that I got an issue there. But realizing it, is the is an important first step to recognize that yes there are times when I'm praying the words that I believe that you will be there for me father in heaven and at the same time letting my mind be troubled because I really don't believe he'll be there for me so uh, we're going to look at and I, I don't know if we're going to we're just going to look at part of the creed or the 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 profession of faith faith as it's called which is the Nicene Creed. We say this at Mass on Sunday. I'm just going to read it. 
And we'll, we'll take a look at, do we really believe these things? And you know, and, and you might be surprised because this is one of those prayers that's very easy to just fly over and not think about what we're saying. But if we think about what we're saying, and I'm not sure I'm going to do the whole creed. I'm just going to see where the Spirit leads. If we just slow it down a little bit and think about what it is that we're saying, about what we're saying we believe in, I think it could really change our whole outlook. And when our outlook changes and we realize just how powerful God is, just how much He loves us, and just what our lives can look, just how, how great our lives can look if we really trust Him and let Him work in our lives. When we start doing these things, we can not only be at peace, which we will, it'll bring us great peace, but it can be totally transformational. It can change the way our relationship with the Lord in a good way. So hang with me here if you could. And normally I, you know, I'm, I look at the, the daily mass readings or some passage of scripture, but I want to look at the creed today because I think I think we really can benefit. So if you could, let's get ready to pray. All right, let's pray. Let's turn to our Father in heaven and let's talk to him. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father in heaven, it's so great to be able to have you with us. It's great to be able to have this conversation with you, Father. We know that you love us. We know that you can see us. We know that you can hear us. And Father, we know that you are all-powerful. Father, we thank you for creating us. We thank you, thank you for giving us an intellect so that we can make a conscious decision to turn to you in prayer, to turn our lives over to you by following your son, Jesus. Father, thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit. We ask you, Father, to watch over those who are, who are affected or who are affected in any way by the recent hurricane. We pray for those who are sick, those who are lonely, those who are struggling with addiction, those who are hopeless. We ask you, Father, to touch them all, to bless them, to protect them, and to grant their needs. We pray, Father, for our own needs as well. We pray for all those who have asked for our prayers. We pray for those individuals for whom we said we would pray. Father, I pray that you send your Holy Spirit out upon me so that I can deliver the message you have for us this day. And I pray, Father, also that you will open all of our minds and hearts so that, we're going to, so that we can be receptive to your message. Father, we ask these things in the name of Jesus, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, thank you for praying with me. My name is Gary Zimak, and you are listening to the Monday edition of Following the Truth. It's great to start a new week off with you. Um, it really means a lot that we can hang out together and spend some time. Okay, I got, a, I got some big news for you today. Well, not really big news, but my beverage du jour. You know, I, I don't always go... One, once upon a time, I used to really go 
go all out with these beverages. And I, I used to come up, I used to really rack my brain and think of really clever beverages that I can drink on the show. And I got a lot of response to it. It was, it was, it was kind of interesting. When, and I've shared this with you before. My wife told me, why are you doing that? You're going to drive people crazy. They're going to think you're nuts. Well, I, I used to, and, and, and you might, but hopefully you'll keep listening. <laughs> you can think I'm nuts if you want, but you'll keep listening. But I didn't realize how many people liked this until I, until I was traveling and people would bring me different kinds of sodas and drinks, and, and they really liked it, and they enjoyed it. But anyway, today, today's beverage, and I'm going to give uh, uh, give uh, the credit to my daughter Elizabeth who bought this. I'm going to take a sip of it, then I'll tell you what it is, okay? So if you're drinking a beverage too at the time, let's let's take a sip together. Oh boy, very refreshing. Okay, I would ask you to guess, but I know you're not going to get this one. I am drinking, well, that was good, drinking a glass of apple cider. Boy, it is tasty. I need to take another sip of that. My daughter bought this, and um, I'm I'm drinking most of it because she's kind of forgot about it, and I'm not going to be too quick to remind her. I really like this. Mm. So that's my beverage, apple cider. That is really tasty. It tastes like I'm literally drinking apples. Um, but I have a show to do, don't I? So I got sidetracked. Um, if you want to find out more information about my work, please visit my website, followingthetruth.com. Now, I know I'm not talking about it, but it's today is August 30th. By mid-September or thereabouts, my next book is coming out. It's called uh, Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness. I know we got to start talking about this, but... I'm trying to wait until we get closer to the release date. It is pre-orderable. I don't have anything on the website yet. I'm going to have to put that up there very soon. But if you're interested, you can go to Amazon and pre-order the book. Again, it's Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness by yours truly. And it's going to be coming out within a matter of weeks. So uh, the book is all about knowing, loving, and serving God. It's written in what I would say... A simple style, uh, but it's, I believe it really can help you. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the day when we can talk about it more. But if you want to pre-order a copy to make sure you get it as soon as it comes out, head over to Amazon.com and look for Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness. It's coming out from The Word Among Us Press. This is my first book with them. And I'm excited to uh, to to partner with them in in this uh, in in this book because I think I really do believe it's going to help a lot of people. In the meantime, if you want to find out about all of my other books and about my um, how to invite me to speak at your parish, please visit my website, which is again followingthetruth.com. Okay, so let's let's talk about this um, the creed. So the gospel from yesterday's mass was Jesus essentially cautioning the people to avoid going through the motions motions when it comes to religious practices. Now, this would this would probably be a good opportunity for me to address the idea of being spiritual and not religious or the the difference between relationship or religion. Um now as as you probably know, I am Catholic and a lot of our non-Catholic Christian brothers and sisters, mainline Protestants, Evangelicals, Pentecostals, they are 
they very much come out against religion. And, and, and often we hear that religion is a bad thing. And having listened to many Protestant speakers and, and read their, some of their, um, their material, much of which is very good stuff. I mean, you can learn a lot about having a relationship with Jesus Christ, or at least I can, from non-Catholic Christians. You, you really can. So I'm not going to discount their, their work because they've, they've helped me in a lot of ways. But it, I believe that, and, and this is why I'm Catholic, I, I truly believe that in Catholicism we have the complete fullness of truth. Now we can draw from our Protestant brothers and sisters, and I'm just going to say Protestant, meaning non-Catholic Christians, because it's easier to say, but I realize there are many differences among denominations. But I believe that whereas we can learn something about the, our relationship with the Lord, and, and, and no doubt they love Scripture, so we can learn something about Scripture from them, I believe that the Catholic Church offers the absolute fullness of truth. And I, there's no way I'm departing from the Eucharist or the sacraments or the the teaching authority of the Catholic Church. I mean, I, I, just, I just love it, and I believe it's the truth. That's why I'm Catholic. Um, but you'll hear them often say they'll contrast religion with relationship. And it becomes an either-or proposition. You're either religious or you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. But I believe that when they say, when they come out against religion, what they're coming out against is hypocrisy and going through the motions. There's no doubt that happens in various churches. People can go through the motions. I go through the motions sometimes, even though I wouldn't like to admit this. You know, it's possible to go through the motions, to to worship with your lips, but not with your hearts. But I believe it's entirely possible. And I believe this is, that Jesus believes this too. That's why he founded a church to practice religion and relationship at the same time. So rather than either religion or relationship, your relationship with Christ leads you to worship and practice religion. You know, and, and I do believe you have to have both. So I think it's important to recognize how wrong it is to just go through to the motions and to think that because I go to church every Sunday, I am guaranteed of going to heaven. That's not true. We can get to heaven solely through the grace given to us by Jesus. It's not something we can earn. And that's what the Catholic Church believes. Sometimes we get um, attacked for our supposed beliefs that we can work our way to heaven. That's not what we believe. We believe we are saved by grace through our faith in Jesus Christ. Now, we have to cooperate with that grace, and that's biblically sound. That's the belief of the early church. But we don't want to say, we don't want to say, like, my relationship with Jesus doesn't involve me going to church. That's not what he intended. And, and again, that's not what the early church did. But we absolutely don't want to go through the motions. Jesus doesn't want that. He wants us in church, but he wants us there 
not just in body, but in body and spirit, right? So in other words, our hearts are in those words. That's what he talked about yesterday in the readings. Don't go through the motions. Don't junk the motions. Don't get rid of them. But believe in what you're doing, you know? So with that in mind, when I was writing my email reflection yesterday, I talked about what we say in, in the profession of faith or the, the Nicene Creed. We pray it every Sunday at, at Mass, but do we really believe it? So, now, let me just go through, and again, I don't want to sound preachy, but I felt, you know, I was taking a walk today, talking to Jesus, which I like to do, and I just really feel I'm supposed to chat with you about this. And since I always ask the Holy Spirit to lead me, I don't, I don't want to hijack the Lord's message. I feel that I'm supposed to talk about with this with you. And, and understand, I, I really don't want to come across as preachy because I'm telling you, this is a weakness of mine. Sometimes I go through the motions. Sometimes I go through the motions. Um, and, and I don't want to do that. And in my reflection, in case you didn't, in case you don't subscribe to my daily newsletter, um, and if you don't, why don't you? <laughs> Sign up at followingthetruth.com. It's free. I talk about how I, I pray the liturgy of the hours, which is the official prayer of the church. Uh, I, I prayed it on and off for many years. Essentially, it's made up primarily of the Psalms, of a series of Psalms every day, several times a day. And I pray it in the morning. I pray the morning prayer. And I caught myself one day last week. I was praying, I was praising the Lord, saying how powerful he was and how he's always there for those who need him. And I found myself at the same time I was saying those words. I was worried about some some repairs that had to get done around the house. How am I going to get them done? Uh, I don't have the money to do it. Who am I going to call? You know, that kind of thing. And my mind was beginning to go down that that road filled with what ifs. What if this happened? What if this doesn't happen? And and I stopped myself, and I, I felt, I, I just was almost jolted, and I, I think that was the Holy Spirit trying to shake me a little bit and saying, you know, Gary, come on. You're, you're saying that the Lord's all-powerful and that he, that he loves you and that you turn to Him in need, and yet you're worried about things that He could be helping you with. So that's why what made me think when I heard this gospel on Sunday, talking about going through the motions, realizing that I do this. And I felt that if I do it, maybe you do it too. So um, at the risk of sounding preachy, I got to share this with you. So I thought about the creed, and I, I've, I've talked about this before. And if we just stop and listen to what we're saying in the creed, I think it could be life-changing. So let's go through it quickly. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm going to do the whole thing, but let me just start. So this is what we as Catholics pray every Sunday. And a lot of times we pray it fast. And a lot of times we pray it robotically, right? Let's be honest, we do. And we don't always stop and think about the words because sometimes it's hard to stop and think about the words because we're praying it kind of rapidly. But I thought about this before. These words are amazing. So here's what we say. We say, I believe in one God, the Father Almighty. Okay. Do we serve and believe in 
It's just not a matter of saying, yes, I believe in one God, but it's like, what God do we serve? Sometimes we do serve other gods, even though we don't admit it. Whenever we sin, we're not serving the one God whom we claim to believe in. When we worry and go down that road of what ifs, as I did and as I do sometimes, I'm not really believing and putting my faith and my confidence in that one God that I believe in. When I worry, I'm believing in the God of myself, maybe of comfort. Because at that moment, I'm thinking that this is all up to me. If I don't do this, if I don't solve this, if I don't come through and make this happen, then I'm in big trouble. But but sometimes when I do that, I exclude my Father in heaven. I don't even turn to him and ask him for help. You know, and sometimes I'm so worried about being inconvenienced and go, being uncomfortable that I go down this road and I serve the God of comfort. I want this because it's going to be easy for me, you know? I believe in one God, the Father Almighty. Now, do I really believe that God is Almighty, which means He can do all things? Which means that He can stop things from happening. Things that might hurt me, He can stop them. Because He's Almighty. I'm saying I believe in one God, the Father Almighty. I'm also saying He's my Father. And he is. By virtue of my baptism, I have been adopted by Almighty God. That's what Jesus did for me. Do I really believe that he's my father? And if so, do I act accordingly? Do I trust him? You know, I'm saying he is all-powerful. I'm saying that he's my father who loves me with an unconditional love. That's what I'm saying here. But do I believe it? I believe in one God, the Father. And and again, like I, I might say I believe it. Intellectually, I believe it. But do my actions show that I believe it? This idea of going through the motions. Yeah, I can say I believe in God, the one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. He created the entire heavens, the entire earth, of all things visible and invisible. So he, he created everything, everything he created out of nothing. And I'm saying that's what I believe. I'm saying he's my father. I'm saying he, I understand that he can, he's almighty. And he has created the entire universe out of nothing. Seen and unseen. Spiritual and material. That's what I'm saying. So if I really believe that, why is it that I worry that I'll lose my job, that I worry that I'll get sick, that I worry that I'll never be able to handle this problem that I could potentially handle, that I'll never be able to overcome this bad and sinful habit, that I'll never be able to stop doing things that I don't want to do, that I know are wrong to do, that I'll never be able to evangelize and share my faith, you know? My actions often give me away. And show. And I'm saying me, I'm not saying you, I'm saying they give me away. 
and show that I don't really believe it as much as I say I do. I might believe it in my head. And we could flip this around and say, you know, and use it as encouragement rather than questioning, do I really believe? How about this? I have a father who is almighty. He is God. And he has created the entire universe out of nothing. And he sustains it. That gives me a lot of confidence when it comes to my problems. And I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ. One Lord, Jesus Christ. Meaning he is not just Jesus, the Son of God, but he's my Lord. He's the boss. And if I really believe in him, then do I follow every one of his teachings? Do I let him lead me through the day? And again, since he's all-powerful, do I accept everything that happens to me as being allowed to happen by Jesus who is leading me? Am I le- letting him lead me? Am I embracing my cross, my, my suffering? Am I, or am I complaining? You know? And, and I'm not even going to go... That's all, that's all I have time for today. I wasn't sure how far we'd get with this creed. But just that. I mean, think about that. That's powerful stuff. Do I really believe? Or am I sometimes going through the motions? Now, most of us are going to look at this and say, you know what, sometimes I do go through the motions. All right, now, what do we do? Do we feel bad about it? Maybe a little bit. But here's what I think. I want this to motivate me. This is a great reminder. So when I read this creed, I'm reminded of what I'm saying I believe in. And this is pretty cool stuff. My Father in heaven is almighty. He loves me. I have a Savior, Jesus, the Son of God, who came down into our world to redeem me and to make it possible for me to live forever in heaven one day. And he sent me his Holy Spirit. And through his Holy Spirit, he transforms me into his very own image. So I too can become like Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in this creed. So I would just encourage you to just think about it a little today. And if you feel you are going through the motions, join the club. But thank God we're still alive and we can do something about it. So let's together, let's pray. Please pray for me. And I'll pray for you. I pray for you every day. But I'm going to pray that you and me both can learn to stop going through the motions and really choose to put our faith in the Lord. Okay? It's good stuff. Hey, I want to thank you for hanging out with me. I, God willing, I plan to be back with you here tomorrow on Following the Truth. If you have any questions, shoot me an email at gary at followingthetruth.com. Thanks for everything. God bless you. And uh, give it some thought. Do you really believe what you say you believe? I know I don't sometimes, but let's hang in there. We're going to get through this. God bless you. Thanks again. Bye-bye.